What's up, it's Chapel. Welcome back to Chapel's Corner. Abel and Ola Osandero have expressed tremendous regret for their involvement in the Jesse Smollett hate crime hoax. So how do we feel about that? How do we as a people feel about that? Especially since this bitch ass nigga Jesse refuses to come out and address us or own up to any part of what he did. Now, when I think of the Osandero brothers expressing their regret, I appreciate it for the simple fact that somebody got to take accountability for what they did and understand that what they what what they did was wrong. So the lawyer released a statement yesterday saying, my clients have tremendous regret over their involvement in the situation, and they understand how it has impacted people across the nation, particularly minority communities, and especially those who have been victims of hate crimes themselves. So what I'm seeing here are the brothers taking accountability, you know, for their part in the hoax. Okay, not only that, they're still standing by the claim that it was staged and that they were asked to do it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they can now see, you know, where all this has has led this nation to. So when I think about the Osandera brothers and how we should treat them as society, I feel like we're all treating them. You know how, like, you have a group of kids. It could be, like, you, you could be a parent. I'm not a parent, but, you know, you have a parent. You could be a parent. You got, like, three kids, right? All three of them getting ready to do something bad. You know how kids always conspiring to do something bad, something they're not supposed to do. But then, like, at the last minute when things is going wrong and you catch them and you're trying to figure out what goes on, two of them confess and tell the truth against the one. And then if it wasn't for the two telling the truth, you, you probably would have got to the bottom of it. But nine out of ten, you wouldn't have been able to pinpoint which of these three little motherfuckers did the shit. So you want to punish all three of them? Well, the, just like any parent that loves the snitch child, everybody loves the snitch child. It's the children that's hanging out with the snitch children that's like, you better not tell them now. Please don't tell mom and dad. They be ready to go tell. Children be grabbing other children and holding them down like, don't tell. Don't tell. I'm buying you candy. Please don't tell mom, dad, auntie, uncle, grandma, whoever the fuck is watching this because they're going to beat my ass. Well, it's the same thing. So the Unsundero brothers, in my opinion, get that kind of treatment. It's like immunity. I guess that's what I guess that's how the Lord treats it. The Lord be like, it's a bunch of badass kids. Whichever one of you motherfucking kids tell the truth and shame the devil is the one that get the motherfucking treat and they don't get their ass beat. In their eyes, an ass beating would technically be um, throwing your ass in jail. And maybe then you might would get your ass beat. Um, literally. And Anyway, my point is, I forgive them, I guess, because... I feel like they got taken advantage of. Um, maybe he took, he being Jesse, took their friendship, obviously, for something different, you know. I'm sure he promised them that they would probably be protected in some way, maybe not be found out. Well, we can clearly see that he can do shit for them niggas because he can't do shit for himself. And that's when it came to, like I said, like any time, you know, you could, you could, be bonded with anybody all you want to. Um, they could be your clients, you and your best clients, and you could be all on the show together working, but let it come back down to survival as far as I got to save my ass. Am I really going to sit there and take the blame for you, Jesse? Hell no. Meanwhile, Jesse ain't say um, nothing to anybody. And in a way, I'm kind of happy that he's loud right now, and I don't think that we'll get an apology from him anytime soon. I feel like if we were going to get an apology, it could be after he gets sentenced to whatever they're going to sentence him to, whatever drug program they're probably going to give him. Probably like at the sentencing, 
his lawyer will make him say something like, and I apologize. But, you know, I don't know that he'll say it um, even before that. So I personally just feel like the statement from the lawyer for the brothers is pretty much still just standing by the original story, which is, um, no, it's not what it looks like. You know, there's more to the story than what you, than what you think he paid us to do it. So good for you, Osundere brothers, for at least stepping up to the plate to um, start to make amends. Because that was an angle I started to ask on the show. Like, are we being a little too lenient on the brothers? Should we be holding them just as accountable as we holding Jesse? Because at the end of the day, if everything had worked out and went according to plan, isn't that what they kind of knew was going to happen all along anyway? That um, Jesse's initial plan was to you know, basically stir up these communities, black, white, political communities, LGBTQ, you know, to, to just kind of get us all clawing at each other, grasping at straws, getting nowhere. So um, a lot of times when people say they regret something, which brings me to my next point, is it that you regret it because you feel sorry, truly sorry for what you did and you can see why it's wrong now? Or are you just sorry that you got caught? Because a lot of people will only express remorse and regret when, you know, they get caught. Was there an arrangement for him to pay you more after and you guys just didn't get more of the money after? Whatever the situation is, you know, how do we, you know, where, where do they stand? And at this point, I feel like you might as well just give them the immunity because was not for them. Will we have been able to crack it open? No, we probably would have been sitting there swayed along and damn, the joke would have been on us as a people. I couldn't even imagine, you know, how hard on the inside Jesse would have been laughing his ass off as none of that. He would have been seriously feeling his oats if he would have been able to get away with that. I don't even know, like, what other conniving little sneaky ass plans he probably would have concocted or directed or staged or filmed you know what I'm saying you know next after that I'm saying could you imagine then there's a part of me that wonders who else really knew about this you know is Jesse taking the blame all for himself or by himself I should say meaning somebody else had something to do with the only reason I say that is because they say empire a lot and they're saying it's because of his check. But maybe, maybe some people behind the scenes there has something to do with it. And now that it's going wrong, they don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole for obvious reasons. Like, the show is on the line, you know. Nobody's going to, for the sake of, I mean, if it's, it's just like, uh, you know, you'd rather sacrifice one person, Jesse, than the whole team. Why the whole team got to go down for one person's ignorance? Who puts you up to it? Somebody had to know that you were going to do it because they said you were on the phone with people like managers and Lee Daniels at the hospital. And somebody had to know you were on the phone with certain people before that. What were you all talking about? You know, it's just, it's just a little strange. And then if that's the case, then Jesse must be pissed the fuck off because just like in the streets, he's starting to learn life. You know what I'm saying? He's starting to really understand what life is like. You know, this is life, honey. In real life, by the time the police come get you, it ain't going to be your friends running with the right hand high. You all alone. Because as far as paper trail and evidence, all that shit points to you. That shit don't point to Lee Daniels. <laughs> that shit don't point. You know, <clears throat> it don't point to nobody but you and these two brothers. You know? And um, that's just it. Also... Also, when I'm thinking about this workout plan, I could be reaching, but I'm thinking about this workout plan that the old son Darrow brothers had sent him supposedly via 
sketchy ass text that we can't make heads or tails from. And I'm saying to myself, you paid somebody $3,500 for, if you listen to the conversation or you read it, it seems like a lot of this stuff was going to take place when they wasn't around. You, you, you're working out with brothers through text. They're telling you to do 45 minutes of cardio today. If this is a diet, I guess it was a diet plan and a workout plan. But my whole point is just like, oh, everything seems to just take take place through the phone. You got $3,500, and most of this shit is supposed to be handled on its own. Like, when do you all are supposed to... Child, I don't know. I can care less. I'm just leaving alone. I'm going to leave it alone. All I know is we got the bastard. <laughs> and we caught him just in time. Bitch-ass nigga. I'm just glad we caught him from the jump. You ain't going to get me like Obama got me in no way at that damn lunch. You ain't going to get me, Jesse. So what's the light-skinned niggas? Yeah, where are them light-skinned niggas? Oh, light-skinned niggas always be acting up with a little smirk on their face. Jesse be looking like a deer stuck in headlights. Every selfie he take look exactly the same. The only shit that probably changed is his background, his hoodie, and the amount of curls on his head that day. That's about, like, the only things that changed. That's why he just be, damn. No. Talking about you can't trust a big button smile. You can't trust light skin and curly hair. I told y'all about them light skin niggas. They got light skin attitudes. That's a very real thing. You see, Jesse and the Osundara brothers is like this. Jesse is the house Negro. And you can clearly see the Osundara brothers is the field Negroes. <laughs> it ain't about money, just about money and, 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 and color. Because technically, the house Negro would have been Jussie's color or brown. He wouldn't have been Osundaro brother's color. That's why they would have been filled Negro. So I'm technically, it's not a racist thing. It's a fact. And in the case of, um, you know, who got to go, he going he gonna to sacrifice the house Negroes every time. You know? Thank God for the house Negroes that was bold enough to stand up to Massa. <laughs> Shoot. Don't go out like that. And thank God for their lawyer. You know, and that's it. I guess that's all I wanted to say. Oh, um, I had some thoughts that I wanted to also share concerning, I think, Kylie and Travis. Supposedly he's cheating. Listen, you know, one thing I'm going, one thing I'm going to say about the Kardashians, um, whatever, whatever they are or whatever they mean to men on our level, like in the regular everyday world level, as far as glamour, and I can, I would love to smash that every day. It's about too many people in the industry that's over these chicks that know pretty much how passed around they've been. And they know the most a lot of the stuff behind the scenes because they know people that know people that know people that know people. It's just like that saying goes. For every, like, show me a bad bitch or something says like that, and I'll show you a man somewhere that's tired of her. That's what's going on here a lot with the Kardashians, with these guys. I keep trying to tell you guys that these matches don't even initially be hooked up on real love. That's the main problem with what the Kardashians do. Kardashians don't run like that. They don't go off of heart strings and emotions. They go off of what the fuck is going to stir the pot. You know what I'm saying? What's going to get those headlines bumping and those ratings jumping, honey? And they'll do just about anything to do that. So when the shit starts to hit the fan... I'm not saying they don't care. This one, I start to feel like they start to lose their minds a little bit because they got to keep going through all these. I don't care how much money you make behind the scandals. You still got to go through public humiliation. You still got to go through all this, you know, pain and stuff. It, it can't seem like can't none of them really keep a family together. They can keep themselves together. The, the women seem to be able to stick together. Kanye is just, uh, 
It's like they took out his brain and just put like some kind of computer chip in there now. He is not himself. He is controlled by Kim. Every day Kim got a little tiny ass remote control and she just be like, she, he start talking to him too much. She push a button, he go to sleep. That's how that works. You know when they film with Kanye? They film with Kanye when he's under his medication and he's acting right. That's when they'll, they'll do an interview somewhere and to show the world that he seems to be doing better. Once that nigga start acting up, nigga, they probably have people that jump out the bushes at their estate with stray jackets and needles and sedate his ass. I'm sure they have a whole, they have this one button. I'm, I'm swear they, they have to. All the money they got, they push the button. They'd be like, call Helga. He's acting up again. Big ass Russian bitch named Helga come in and sit on that nigga and break his face and fucking put him in a chokehold and drag his ass out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kim is very, they're very well disciplined in, you know, trying to act like everything's okay, you know. That's the problem with Hollywood. You know, Hollywood, you can be having cramps and whatever. It doesn't matter. They don't care about what's going on. It's, you know, you have to sit there and make, you got to make this life look like it's everything what it's supposed to be. Shit. I got time for that. So with him potentially, I mean, like, of course he's cheating. This wouldn't be the first time. I love when they try to make it seem like it's the first and the second time. It's the industry. Look at Travis Scott. Look at his hair. I'm black. No disrespect. I'm just saying, does he look like a young boy that's ready to just be? It doesn't matter. And while a thousand men in the world, a million men, billion men are like, oh, man, Kylie, she's, oh, man, if I, I wish she was my bitch. Some, some niggas is over it. They know what time it is. Behind closed scene, they know Chris is a damn drunk, alcoholic, crazy-ass bitch. And some of them just like, why did I should have listened to my niggas when they told me? Like most niggas that get with the wrong ones. You know, they have children with them. I'm sorry. You know, but hopefully, you know, what I hate about all this is they keep creating all these beautiful children in the midst of all this um, dysfunctional. No matter how much money you got and how cute your baby is, you know, they deserve um, stable environments where there's love and not a lot of uh, chaos and or friction. And now they're saying that Tristan was potentially out with another woman somewhere having dinner, which child, I could care less about that too, because he, I'm, I'm sure he, same situation, show me clothes, something he's tired. Some people, I'm, you know, shouldn't have did what they did, but. Mm. Oh, and then tomorrow is supposed to be the day that this damn Red Table interview is supposed to, I guess you say, premiere, debut with Jada and Jordan. So I don't know that I'm going to watch. I could care less. I feel like I could catch up on what happened through any news media site. Like, I don't know that I need to watch. But they're saying that she ran to Jada, being that they all have this history, her and the Smiths. And being so close because she wanted, she felt like the Kardashians were trying to ruin her. Well, yes and no. That's the other thing I feel is going on with the Kardashians. Like Malika, the Malika acts and the Jordan Woods, in my opinion, around the Kardashians. Look, don't take this the wrong way, but to me, they're like the help. You know what I mean? They're like the best friends. They're like controlled best friends. It's not. It's not like the free best friends that you have here in the world. I feel like it's more or less like. You're my best friend with a contract. Like, we're best friends, but there's still, like, like, like they just said, NSDAs and all whatever, all kind of non-disclosure agreements or whatever, you know. It's, it's still the type of thing where um, somebody have more power or more leverage in the friendship. You understand what I'm trying to say? And it could never be Malika and it could never have been Jordan. So it's probably it's one of those, everything around, every relationship they build around them, I guess what I'm basically saying is one of, 
you know, you're beneath me or you're beneath us. You know what I'm saying? They could look like however they want to make it look on the outside because they, they're not going to have their bestie running around besides them looking busted. You know what I'm saying, bitch? We're going to help you get some lotion and some fucking oil for them ashy-ass knees. And we're going to get concealer from the fucking Gordons. And we're going to slap you in a Roberto Cavalli. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know. But at the end of the day, bitch, just know that li- that lifestyle is only with you with me. When you with me. It's almost like you pimping a bitch, but she's your friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can't have no, you can't have no other fucking bitch friends above me. I'm your best friend ever, forever, bitch. And when I call you, you better come, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And if I ask you to murder somebody, well, bitch, you better do it. And if you have your, open your fucking mouth on this NDA. I mean, yeah, it's one of those, like, sick relationships. So you just go along to get along. Because there's too many fucking perks. Um, I can only imagine what a tell-all book. If, let's say, God forbid, all the Kardashians was, like, in a house. And then, like, it's just a comet fell from the sky and hit the damn mansion. And they all just kind of, like, there's no descendants left. And everybody could just write whatever they want now. Because there is no, you know... And DA and all of that. I can only imagine what the hell them bitches write the book. They probably held hostage. You've you've seen friendships like that. One they bossy ass bitch. One of them just bossy as hell. You just tell Chloe's the bossy one and Kylie's the other one. And Jordan and Malika is the house Negro. Is is the field Negro friends. And Kim and and Kit and all of them might as well be like fake wannabe house Negro. Okay, all right. I tried that. But you know that you get what I'm trying to say. Oppression, bitch. Oppression. <laughs> You're not that free. Shit. Mm. I don't care about them, though. And that's all I got to say. Shout out to the Olsen Dara brothers once again. Respectable. Like I said, it's like the kids that just came and told you the truth. Like, you want to beat them, too. You give them a little scolding. But at the same time, they helped you solve the case. It was not for them. You wouldn't know shit was going on. You know, that's why the rest of the kids who get their ass beat and punished end up hating this child or the children that spared themselves. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you went against us. So that's it. See y'all next time here on Chocolate's Corner.